Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton. Are you worried about paying off your mortgage? Well, Fibber and Molly have a solution for you. Listen. Molly, have you been watching that paint job they're doing on the house across the street? White with pink shutters? <laughs> Almost as pink as the cheeks on the young couple living there. And were they excited when they moved in? You know, that first day in a new home is a big event in any family's life. It sure is. And another big event is the day the family can stop worrying about what would happen to their home if Dad wasn't around to make payments on the mortgage or pay the rent. And friends... That big day comes when a prudential mortgage cancellation plan takes over the problem for you. With this plan in your life insurance program, if anything happens to the breadwinner, Prudential will provide the money to pay off the mortgage on your home. Leaves it free and clear for you and your family to live in as long as you wish. For most families, the yearly cost is less than 1% of the amount you borrowed. And if you're renting an apartment or home, you'll find the cost of Prudential's rent payment plan just as low. So ask your Prudential agent to come around and give you the details on these wonderful home protection plans provided by the company with the strength of Gibraltar. Like the book says, the future belongs to those who prepare for it. A very annoying thing has been happening at 79 Wistful Vista this morning. Mr. McGee is sitting in the living room, and every so often... Oh, not again. McGee's residence. McGee speaking. Hello. 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 Dad wrapped that confounded thing anyhow. That's the third time today that cockeyed thing rang, and every time I... Come in. Come in. Oh, it's you, fatso. Hi. Well, good morning, Mary Sunshine. What's the matter with you? Somebody break the string on your yo-yo? No, I don't know what it is, Doc, but, but there's something funny going on around here today. Isn't there always? That's why I love to drop in here on my way to the hospital, Wrinkle Dome. Picks up my whole day and gives me such amusing stories to cheer up my patients with. Where's Molly, upstairs? No, she went shopping. And, and look, Doc, I, I'm serious. Hmm? Something very peculiar going on. Three times this morning that phone has rang, but when I pick it up, nobody answers. They hang up. It's probably somebody with the wrong number. It's always embarrassing to admit it. They just hang up. Oh, they... no. Three times in less than an hour, it ain't a wrong number. No, sir. Somebody's up to something, and I wish I knew what. Oh, you've been reading too many cheap mysteries lately. Relax and forget hey, the phone. Hey, that's right. I never thought of that. Huh? That's exactly the way the killer operated in that last Hemingway Savage story, remember? The kindergarten killer case? Oh. Where the midget mobster enrolled in kindergarten as a six-year-old and stabbed the teacher with a poison slate pencil and nobody suspected him till Hemingway Savage caught him shaving? I didn't read it. Lucky me. Anyway, that's exactly how the killer operated, Doc. Kept phoning the victim's house to see if the victim was home so he wouldn't drive all the way over there to kill him for nothing, see? Very efficient. Somebody wants to know if I'm here. But why? Maybe it's just somebody who wants to stab you with a poison slate pencil. Ah... Uh. Fine lot of help you, are you, big septic? Well, I think you're being ridiculous, as usual, making a federal case out of a couple of phone calls. Great Scott, if the darn thing gets you that upset, get out of the house, take a walk. 
Now, that's a brilliant suggestion, you big lardhead. I told you Molly's downtown shopping. If I leave, who'll answer the phone? I'm sorry, I didn't think of that. I was planning to spend the morning out in the garage working with my chemical set, but the phone keeps ringing so much I haven't had a chance to... Now, there it goes again. Look, I got an idea. This time you answer, George. And here's what you do. You say, hello, Dr. George Gamble's office. My nurse is out, and this is him speaking. What? Why should I answer it? And whoever it is, they'll think they got a wrong number and apologize, and maybe you'll recognize their voice. You know a lot of people around this town. Well, I don't... Go on. Go on. Do it for me, George. Dr. George Gamble's office. My nurse is out, and this is him speaking. Oh, all right. Hello, Dr. George Gamble's office. My nurse is out, and this is him speaking. How's that? Who is it? No, I'm afraid you got the wrong number. Who is it? Find out who is it. Shh. Well, yes, I'll be glad to. Who? Uh, well, uh, is it Abraham Lincoln? Abraham. That's who it is, McGee. Huh? I got it. First guess, it's Abraham Lincoln. Well, let me talk to him. Don't keep... Abraham Lincoln? What the heck are it's you talking... the ta- radio station, WVIS. Telephone quiz. He wants to know what president has the initials AL. What? You mean to say Hello? the... Hello? Yeah, that's right. George Gamble, M.D. Just send the $10 down to my office, 14th and Oak. Yes, I am lucky. It's a good thing a friend of mine insisted I answer this call. Mm. He's standing here right now, kind of speechless about my good fortune. I'm glad you did dial the wrong number, because I never would have... Back to Westville Vista in a minute. CARE, the Cooperative for American Remittances Everywhere, Incorporated, not only feeds and clothes the needy overseas, it helps them to help themselves. Your contribution to CARE's self-help program can help a farmer till his fields, a carpenter build a home, because such items as books, plows, and carpenter tools are in CARE's self-help packages. And just one dollar will send a 28-pound food package to a hungry family overseas. The food, such items as milk powder, rice, flour, beans, and meat, are from United States government surplus agricultural products for which taxpayers are paying high storage costs. Your contribution not only will help relieve the suffering of the hungry, but will also help relieve our tax burden. Your care food package can be personalized. It carries the name of the sender, will enter tax, duty, and ration free, and you'll receive a signed receipt on delivery. Why not slip a bill into an envelope right now and mail it to CARE, Los Angeles, or CARE, New York? That's right, Les, and it's been going on all morning. Every 15 minutes or so, huh? Well, I haven't timed it, but that's about it. Every time I pick up the phone and say, Hello, Fibber McGee speaking, he hangs up. Somebody's trying to get past me and talk to Molly. Oh, there it goes again. I got a little angle this time, and, well, you'll see. Hello? Samuel and I in Wistful Vista. Number one voice, Sam, speaking for Missy Molly McGee. Husband, no homie. Kelly, sequel message, very dependable. Hello? Hello? Didn't fool him, huh? No. Imagine him seeing right through that disguise and just like that. I tell you, Les, whoever this guy is, he's clever. He's diabolic. Or maybe he's Chinese. What's he after? Why don't he talk to me? Why just Molly? Well, uh... You're darn right. Because he knows in me he'll meet his match, that's why. He's looking for an easy mark. Whatever it is he's after, he figures he can talk Molly out of it faster than me. But what could it be? Well, uh... No, that ain't it. 
I thought of that too, boy. But we only got a few bucks in the bank, and that sugar bowl is as empty as a barber shop in Baldville. No, no, it's something else. But what can it be? Well, uh... Hey, now you're talking. I think you got it, Les. That's it. It is? Sure. Well, by golly, I'm sure glad we got that settled. Anytime you're stuck like that, why, no, you just... No, 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 that can't be it. It can't? Of course not. Today is Wednesday, don't you see? Uh, oh, oh, well, uh, if I can be any more help to you, Mr. McGee, you just call on me. I'm going home and lie down a while. I feel kind of like I did today. I fell down in the revolving door and maybe... Now, let me see. I gotta figure out some way so the next time that phone rings, I can get whoever it is to say something so I can recognize the voice. Doggone it, I wish that sneaky whoever it is would phone again because this time I'm gonna rouse his curiosity. I'm gonna make him talk so I can. Aha! I leave my scarf there. I can't seem to find it. Uh, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> Anything new on the telephone mystery, otherwise known as the little man who wasn't there, Caper? No. Not a dead ratted thing. <laughs> it's rung twice since you left, Doc. Always the same thing. Heavy breathing at the other end and a click when I answer. I don't know if I ought to call the cops or... Grocery boy! Oh, there's the old timer, Doc. Hey, I got an idea. H hang up, Doc. That guy's probably trying to reach Molly right now. And by using the old timer, I think I can find out what we want to know. How? I haven't time to explain. Goodbye. Oh, there you are, Johnny. Run your order. Put it in the kitchen. Good. Look, old timer, I'm expecting a phone call any minute now, and I'd like you to do me a favor. You want me to leave now and not listen in like I usually do, huh? Well, it's against us delivery boys' union rules. We're supposed to monitor all calls and repeat them to the next party on our route. See? Now, look, I... That's in Article 14, page 6, footnote B. But for an old friend like you who never has anything interesting to say anyhow... Will you I'll... quit clowning a minute? This is serious. Uh-oh. Now there it goes. Now look, I got no time to go into details. Huh? Just pick up that phone and say what I tell you, will you? Uh, right. Now wait, now, now listen carefully. I want you to say, Hello, Mrs. McGee is hanging up clothes out in the yard and this is the grocery boy. Any messages? You got that? Uh, got it. Yeah. Hand me the phone, son. Good. Hello! Mrs. McGee is hanging out in the yard. This is the messenger boy. Any groceries? Oh, no, no. Oh, for the love Hush, of... Hush, Johnny. I can't hear the party. Hello. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah he's here. Sure, I I'll tell him. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Bye. Who, who, who was it? Who, who was it? That, Johnny, was the party who's been calling you every 15 minutes. Who? She says thanks for staying home, being a good boy, and keeping out of mischief while she was downtown shopping. What? Said she's sorry she had to keep checking up on you every 15 minutes, but when she leaves you home alone, she gets nervous. What? You, you mean... Said she's bringing you some chocolate eclairs to make up for it, and she'll be right home. Oh, and a message over and out, Roger, where are you going? Upstairs to get my junior G-man badge. I'm going to turn it in. I quit. <laughs> Fibber and Molly will be right back. Here's wonderful fashion news about a special spring offer from Dial Soap. 
With two wrappers, you get a genuine leather clutch bag for only $1, including tax. A regular $3.50 value, it's a combination billfold and handbag of soft, supple leather in five most wanted spring colors. Scarlet flame, spring green, pastel pink, lemon yellow, champagne. Carry it as a handbag or in your purse for cosmetics, keys, money. Complete with zippered billfold and roomy change purse. It's such a bargain, you'll want several colors. Order extras for gifts. Get order blanks where you buy dial soap or order direct. For each clutch bag, enclose a $1 bill and two dial wrappers, regular or bath size. Print your name, address, and color wanted. Scarlet, green, pink, yellow, or champagne. Send to dial box 7967, Chicago 77. That's dial box 7967, Chicago 77. Order your leather clutch bags right away. me, sweetheart. I'm sorry. Really, I am, McGee. Don't look at me like that, please. I just, well, I love you, and when I started downtown this morning, and you got your chemical set out, and said you had an idea for a new type of dynamite, shaped like a baseball, so you can stand back and throw it at the stumps, I, well, you panicked me with that stuff. Please, dearie, say something, won't you? Any more eclairs? Oh, plenty. I bought a dozen. Here, help yourself. That's it. Now you'll feel better. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Robert Easton as Les. Ladies, don't miss tomorrow night's program, because Mr. McGee is going to demonstrate how to get maximum efficiency into your kitchen work. This is John Wall saying, join me then. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network. <laughs>